0: What difference can one organization make in a global pandemic?
1: We're looking to raise awareness for our organization to highlight the idea that there are individuals, there are people out there who are looking to bring about the positive during this pandemic and want to be able to help those who may need it most during this time.
0: We're living in uncertain times, surrounded by chaos, fear, even outrage. But a new world is emerging, putting forth beams of hope healing, community, and recovery. Welcome to Luminaries in the Dark, hopeful stories about people pivoting their life and their work to rise above chaos and help those in need. I'm your host, Bruce Bracken. In today's crisis, there are many people stranded at home who face the challenge of just getting their weekly groceries, especially the elderly, the sick, and those who are at risk. But for those people, a solution now exists, shopping angels. Jade Powell, a pre-med student at the University of Nevada, Reno, created the Shopping Angels organization and enlisted the help of her fellow classmates to turn this idea into a nationwide service. Chase Baker, Chief Communications Officer of Shopping Angels, is here to tell us the story. Chase, welcome to the show. Really appreciate you joining us here on Luminaries in the Dark. I know you've got a very hectic schedule. In fact, I think you just came straight out of class to join us for this conversation. Before we begin, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yes, thank you, Bruce, for having me. It's certainly a pleasure being here. I appreciate the opportunity. And yes, I uh, just finished up with one of my classes for today. My name is Chase Baker. I'm the Chief Communications Officer for the Shopping Angels organization. I am from Las Vegas, Nevada. I am 20 years old, and I am a college student studying biochemistry and molecular biology, as well as a Spanish minor up here at the University of Nevada, Reno.
0: I know Shopping Angels has been featured in the news, for example, CNN. I know it's been on the Kelly Clarkson show. But for those who haven't seen it or are aware of Shopping Angels, can you tell us a bit about what Shopping Angels is?
1: The Shopping Angels organization, it was created in direct response to the COVID-19 pandemic outbreak. Our organization was designed to provide a free grocery delivery service to at-risk or vulnerable populations to the virus. Individuals who are seniors, maybe immunocompromised, or parents of infants, anybody who may be self-isolating due to possible exposure to the virus. We appeal our services to those individuals to help limit those overall chances and possibilities that they may be exposed to the virus. We do this by matching them with volunteers in their region. And from there, our volunteers will proceed to go out to the grocery store, purchase whatever items it may be, whether it be essential foods. In some cases, we do pick up prescriptions. And then we will proceed to deliver them straight to the doorstep of these vulnerable individuals, all free of cost. The only amount responsible that we hold our clients to is the amount on the receipt. We have no delivery fees, no additional costs, nothing like that.
0: And this isn't just a local organization. This is a national organization. Is that true?
1: Yes. So this is actually an international organization. As of now, we have a team set up in every single state here in the U.S. We were fortunate enough to have volunteers reach out to us from several other countries looking to further help those within their communities. Some of these countries include Australia as well as Canada. Currently, we're working with some individuals over in the UK right now to help get something started up over there.
0: That is amazing. I'm really impressed with your group and everything that you and your teams are doing, and especially how you're organized. I think I read somewhere that you've got over 8,000 volunteers.
1: Here in the US, we have over 8,000 volunteers. We haven't ran recent numbers as far as regions in Australia and Canada, but from the last time we checked, there are at least 800 volunteers out in Australia, and I want to say it was 200 over in Canada.
0: Tell me a bit about what was life like before COVID? I know you're a pre-med student at University of Nevada. Coming into this new year, 2020, what were your plans as a college student? What was in the books for you? I was the average
1: college student. I was focusing on my classes, focusing on how I can better my community. I had plans to continue researching in my research lab on campus, as well as just continue to strive and work very diligently, very hard in my classes to do as well as I possibly could. I had quite a bit of goals for the summer. I wanted to work and gain medical experience I plan on taking my MCAT the summer of 2021. I want to take that time to specifically devote my studying for this exam. I wanted to do my best to not have a job and just solely focus on my study. So in order to allow me to do this, I had high aspirations to work very hard in a hospital setting this summer. However, those plans were slightly hindered, although you would think that. Hospitals were open and they were definitely looking for that assistance. It was not necessarily easy to take in new individuals who don't necessarily have that experience because the idea of taking on a new individual who is new to the hospital setting, not much experience and having to train them in the middle of a pandemic on top of individuals who a lot of them are facing either life or death it is very difficult to be added into that team, which I am fully aware of, fully understanding. And in order to compensate for this, I devoted my energy and my time to still continue to find a way how I can better improve my community. I saw the opportunity that Jade was able to basically start a very local free grocery delivery system. And I jumped on this with her, trying to help as many people as we can do the most we can in order to provide our services to our communities.
0: So that sounds like a really solid plan for the year, but then we were hit with a a pandemic. And I know that it was right around spring break, I think for you all when this hit. Tell me what you wound up doing for spring break.
1: It was a typical spring break. At least that was the plan. What happened was many of us, we went home for spring break from Reno. I'm from Vegas so i went home back to my family and i was just more so just planning on taking the time off spend it with my little brother as it was his birthday i want to say it was probably around mid-spring break that we were announced that the world was in a pandemic and from there i didn't really know what to do to be honest this is certainly something new to uh, almost all of us i had no idea what to do however Jade Powell, she's our founder and the CEO of Shopping Angels. She reached out to a couple of our friends. We are all within the Phi Delta Epsilon pre medical fraternity here at UNR. She basically reached out to a couple of us saying that, hey, I had this idea that what if we provide some like free grocery delivery service to locals here in Vegas? This was like our first sign of hope, first sign of us to really do anything about it. So we certainly jumped on this opportunity. A couple of local news organizations, as well as a couple of much broader organizations, such as CNN, as you mentioned, that word got out that we were trying to basically further help those within our community, especially those who are vulnerable to the COVID-19 virus. Since then, we basically put as much work and as much time as we possibly could to be able to further assist those within our areas.
0: And then for folks out in the community, how are you bringing awareness to them? Are you using college or university channels to get your message out? Do you work with local or state governments?
1: We have state coordinators in every single state. We have our state coordinators reach out to local news organizations as we have found this to be best. As far as raising awareness, not only to volunteers, but to clients as well. As majority of our clients are seniors, a lot of them, they don't have that ability to be as technologically advanced per se so a lot of them do rely on local news broadcasts to be able to basically supply with them with information that may be able to help them so our main target is those local news organizations but aside from this we do our best to try to connect with local supermarkets our state coordinators will oftentimes ask volunteers if they are willing to print out as well as ask Supervisors or managers at local supermarkets, if they would be comfortable with us posting flyers, just to raise awareness and basically get the word out that, hey, there is an organization, there are people looking to make a difference to help those who may be scared or just anxious during this new and inexperienced time. One other platform that we have found very useful as far as gaining volunteers are our social media platforms. We have a main Facebook page. And within this Facebook page, we also have 50 individual state groups at which we try to highlight specific details, specific information or announcements to individuals within that specific region or state. Additionally, we do have a Twitter platform that we have just introduced, as well as a main Instagram account. We also have several other individual state accounts, but on our website, it has everything that there is to know about the Shopping Angels organization. Whether it be an individual looking to volunteer, an individual looking to receive services, an individual looking to sponsor a grocery trip or just donate to the organization as a whole, or just overall general information
0: about who we are as a group and as a community. That sounds great. And then in terms of the actual logistics of the program, say, for example, I'm someone in need of groceries and I I want to use Shopping Angels. How do I engage Shopping Angels? How do I get the shopping list out to a shopper? When can I expect to then get my groceries?
1: In order to receive services from one of our volunteers, we ask individuals to sign up through our requesting services form on our website. As soon as they submit that form, a notification will be sent to their state coordinator. And from there, it is the state coordinator's duty to be able to match a volunteer that is closest to the client. Once the state coordinator has found an available volunteer that is within the proximity of the client themselves, they will go ahead and exchange the contact information between the client and the volunteer. The volunteer will then either email, call, text, whatever contact method they prefer, they will reach out to them. And from there, the volunteer will coordinate a grocery list with the client and from there that's when the volunteer goes out does the shopping purchases the groceries and then delivers them straight to the doorstep of the client
0: got it so in this covid-19 era where everybody should be practicing social distancing yet something like shopping and then delivering groceries may need somewhat of close proximity to people how do you keep the shoppers safe and you know with a lot of your clientele with them being elderly How do you keep them safe?
1: When a volunteer signs up, there is a section on the website that basically highlights and recognizes the expectations and guidelines of what it is to become a volunteer for the organization. We emphasize what the CDC is providing us with as far as how we can best prevent the spread of the virus itself. We do ask that our volunteers... Of course, practice social distancing, especially at the stores, and then certainly as well as maintain that social distancing when they proceed to drop off the groceries to these clients. Our volunteers do drop the groceries off at the doorsteps. We ask that our volunteers do not go into those households on the off chance that the volunteer themselves may be a carrier or just may have that virus on them. We want to protect our clients as best as possible. And just ask that they stay outside the homes and drop the groceries off at their doorstep and maintain that social distancing six feet and thank them for everything that they have done.
0: Now, when you first joined Shopping Angels, did you ever think it would grow to the point where you would establish a presence in every state and even go globally and have over 8,000 volunteers?
1: Oh, absolutely not, Bruce. We are more than fortunate and we are grateful for this opportunity. There was no sense of idea whatsoever when we began this organization that we were even going to be able to get it past Las Vegas itself. We were just more so a couple of friends who had an idea that were just looking to just basically assist those around them, those within their community, and contribute in the best way possible. We definitely got the help of a lot of different organizations, a lot of other like-minded individuals who are looking to raise awareness and further help those within their regions. And we're certainly grateful for it. We are certainly taking this opportunity in the best way possible. We are trying to provide as much assistance as we possibly can.
0: Well, I know that there are a lot of people out there who really appreciate that you guys decided to make this happen. You've made a lot of people happy. Now, Shopping Angels has been around for only about three months. How was it that you expanded so rapidly and so widely
1: It has certainly grown not only by ourselves, we had the assistance and the help of a variety of different other outside organizations, which we are more than grateful for. It is through the help of local news broadcasts, social media platforms, much larger news broadcasts, and just more so groups and websites that were looking to raise awareness for our organization to highlight the idea that there are individuals, there are people out there who are looking to bring about the positive during this pandemic and want to be able to help those who may need it most during this time.
0: So with Shopping Angels being as widespread as it is and, you know, extending even beyond our borders, with all of the volunteers involved and the many lives you've helped impact, do you hear back from your clients? Do they ever send you feedback or get in touch with you?
1: Yes, we do receive a lot of feedback from not only our volunteers, but our clients as well. We have had tons of different stories to our volunteers. They actually buy birthday cards, flowers, chocolates, anything like that for their clients. One of the big things that our organization emphasizes is that we do not charge any sort of costs, no delivery fees, no additional costs, nothing like that. As far as reimbursing volunteers for gas, we're not able to do so at this moment. So literally everything that our volunteer does It is at their own expense. We ask that our volunteers not accept any tips from our clients, as we are, of course, want to do everything with this organization out of the goodness of our hearts. But our clients have uh, found a way around this to where they will go out and personally make masks for the volunteers or write cards to the volunteers. We're just grateful to hear such stories like this of not only our volunteers, but our clients as well being appreciative. There's been quite a bit of clients who reach out to us saying that they would love to just basically sit down and talk with these volunteers. They basically thank them and just overall get to know them a little bit better. We have also had state coordinators who have been utilizing their own skills, assets to be able to reach out and further assist the Shopping Angels organization as far as raising awareness. One specific example is we had a state coordinator who um, tackled this recent project. It was for a billboard. We had an individual that reached out to us regarding possibly having an advertisement. They would do it completely for free. And we were very thankful for this opportunity. However, me and several of the other board members, we had no experience in this sort of design or anything like that. But luckily, another one of our state coordinators, he fully jumped on this opportunity, took time out of his day, basically was able to construct a design for us and be able to submit it to uh, this billboard company. And it's just through actions like this and just the willingness to go above and beyond to not only help the organization, but just raise awareness for those within their community. It truly just enlightens me in that sense. And I just love hearing about these types of stories.
0: It is really great that you've got so many people willing to just jump in and support Shopping Angels and support all of the people out there in need of the grocery shopping experience. How does Shopping Angels get its funding with as many people as you've got on board?
1: Of course, there are going to be company costs that we need as far as being able to run the organization. We have set up a GoFundMe account, which we have had over $45,000 fundraise since the initial startup of this organization back in mid March. Another program that we have that is centered around the idea of donations is the Sponsor Angels program. Individuals who are looking to gain a little bit more personal experience with their donation and uh, either want to keep things local or want to sponsor a grocery trip to somebody who may need uh, financial assistance, this program allows them to do so.
0: with everything that shopping angels is doing and including this new extension to the program for sponsor angels, and I thought I was impressed before, but I mean this is genuinely phenomenal what you all are doing, and all of the many people that you are helping out. How about you personally? Now that you are a part of Shopping Angels, how has this affected your life?
1: So uh, this has been extremely impactful. I could not have dreamt of a better opportunity. I am more than grateful for this opportunity. I've always dreamt of being a part of uh, some sort of large organization that not only helps those within their local communities, but also with just being able to further assist individuals well outside their communities, let alone in different countries. I was always one to find it joyful is whenever I can bring somebody or another person joy, especially when things may be tough for them or they may be going through a difficult time themselves. So it is with this organization that I just am able to fulfill that, that little desire that I had within myself. Just know that I am making a difference in this world from the beginning to wherever the end will be. I will be forever grateful for this opportunity.
0: You know, I keep hearing people say, we'll never go back to normal. And while it's true, we will never go back to our old normal. We will evolve into a new normal. How do you perceive that new normal to look like and how will shopping angels evolve into that new normal?
1: I 100% agree with you in the sense that as things begin to be uplifted and we start to reopen again, things will not necessarily be the same as they may have in the past. However, kind of like you mentioned, we are going to shift towards that new normal. People are going to take personal hygiene a lot more into consideration. They're going to basically be aware that how important it is to do something as simple as wash your hands. As these Changes continue to uh, arise. The Shopping Angels organization, of course, we are going to change with these times. We plan to, of course, continue operating as we are doing our best to become an established 501c3 or just a an international type of nonprofit organization. But even then, a lot of people don't take into account that there are a lot of seniors out there who, aside from COVID, they just have trouble just waking up in the morning And just being able to gain that energy or go out and be able to purchase those groceries and just expend that overall energy. There's a lot of individuals who have arthritis and it's just, it's hard for them to move around in the mornings, let alone throughout the day. And we just hope to continue to offer our service to those individuals who would still very much benefit and need the use of our program to not only help them with their daily lives, but just be able to further assist them and whatever means that they need.
0: And for you personally, now that you've been involved with Shopping Angels and and seeing how much you can impact the world, once this crisis starts to dwindle down, where do you see yourself in the new normal? Are you going back to focus 100% on school? Do you see your trajectory changing, for example, now that you've had this experience?
1: I just want to continue to be a part of this great organization until I am no longer able to anymore. I do have high hopes to be able to help with this organization as long as possible.
0: Looking at how successful and impactful you and the others have been with Shopping Angels, I have no doubt how much success and impact you will have in the medical field once you get through school. In terms of supporting Shopping Angels or resources, what's the best way people can reach out to you? What's the best way people can support Shopping Angels?
1: So the best way to basically support the Shopping Angels program is either one, signing up to be a volunteer. We are always looking for volunteers, always looking for more individuals to basically help those within their community. Another one is they are more than welcome to donate to our cause. We have a couple of donations. One is the GoFundMe. Individuals who are just seeking to donate, they are more than welcome to uh, donate to our GoFundMe page. Additionally, we have another program called the Sponsor Angels Program, to where if they're looking to sponsor the grocery trip of an individual within our program that is seeking financial needs, they will be able to do so through this program and posting on their social media, just a word of mouth or letting it be known that our organization is here. We are here to stay. We are here to help individuals and bring about the good in this pandemic we would be forever grateful for those individuals looking to do something
0: along those lines. Should they hit you up on like Facebook, for example, or is there a website they can go to?
1: All this information can be found on our website, which is shoppingangelsglobal.org. You can sign up to be a volunteer, have you or anybody else you may know, whether it be a loved one or friend who is in need of our services, you can sign up for them to receive our services on our website as well. Our GoFundMe page is also accessible through our website, as well as the Sponsor Angels program. There's a little form for that as well. For any additional information, you guys are always more than welcome to visit our website, shoppingangelsglobal.org.
0: Well, Chase, this has been a very enlightening conversation and really inspiring. What started as spring break turned into a global movement to help people during this time of crisis to get groceries and make sure that people are are being helped and looked after. You guys really have done an outstanding job and should be commended for all of the work that you're doing and all of the people that you're helping. So I really appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule to chat with us and tell us all about Shopping Angels.
1: Yes, of course. I truly do appreciate this opportunity. We're certainly grateful to be featured within your program. And we just, we're very excited to be here. We are very excited to continue to help other individuals and further extend our services, not only during this pandemic, but well beyond Then,
0: Wonderful. All right, Chase, I will let you get back to school and get back to even more importantly, Shopping Angels. Thanks a lot. It's important during these uncertain times that we do what we can to help light the path through the darkness. I'm your host, Bruce Bracken, for Luminaries in the Dark. Stay safe, stay healthy.